What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 262 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What up? And Shelly Nolan. Hello. This week, we're geeking out about JRPGs, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, uh, and anime movies, because uh, there's a couple of them uh, we're going to talk about today. That's mm-hmm. exciting. Uh, but I guess let's just get right into video games. First... I made I made true on my promise. Yes. I don't know if I said the word promise, but last week I was like I had nothing. I want to make sure that I get all three categories. <laughs> so I have I played played a video game, watched a movie, watched a TV show. Nice, um, good job. And all of them are new, so that's cool. I'm cool. excited about it. Back in the game, uh, <laughs> but it's not a very new game. So LJ, let's we'll, we'll go with you. I guess Age of Calamity is not super new either, but it's a little bit newer. Yeah, um, so first I'll say before before I talk about Age, Age of Calamity, I can't talk much about this particular thing right now, but I can say that I am covering Biomutant for our web for the website. Oh yeah, that's super new then. Yeah, um, that, so it hasn't come out new. I'm under embargo, so that's why I can't say anything. Yes. Um, okay. But I actually played, we played it back in 2017 whenever I went to PAX West. So oh, it, okay, yeah, I'm looking up images. Yeah, right so... Yeah. So that's been exciting for it to finally be a thing. Um, I've been wanting to. I'm 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 excited for it. Me and my friend too. We're both like ready for it to come out. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about it and share photos and stuff and share and stream it and all that. But like the fact that I've been seeing like I, that game, it's like they didn't do any marketing for so long and yeah. they did such little stuff. And now finally they're like doing lots of marketing. Now that's actually within the month of it coming out and yeah, I actually get really excited about. It. I'm like, wow, this stuff looks cool and this looks like exciting and <laughs> yeah. I <wanna> play it. <laughs> I was telling somebody in the gaming department because they're like, oh, I can't believe this is actually gonna. Or they're like, oh no, watch it get delayed again. I'm like, well, it can't because i'm already yeah. playing it so yeah they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're yeah. in the in the thick of the pr cycle they're um, in the end game <laughs> yeah so um the thing i have played uh, i haven't played a ton of it but um i'm enjoying it so far is age of calamity typical dynasty warriors stuff i don't need to say much about it because we already went through that with shelly and oh, her and her issues with it um <laughs> but it's typical like it's one of those things like uh, i actually so we're in a backlog golf group and so Jer- uh, Jamie and Derek and I did this like three-way trade kind of thing to where I actually gave up my copy to, of Monster Hunter Rise to Jamie. Uh, Jamie sent Derek a copy of Mario Odyssey, and then Derek sent me his copy of Age of Calamity. So it's like, hey, we're all saving money. Oh, wow. We didn't have to buy, you know, like we didn't have to to spend money on these games. So it worked out. Um, so yeah, it's typical Dynasty Warriors stuff. And and like Derek, uh, it's one of those things where it's like I'm not, I can't recommend it to people who really don't play those games i mean unless yeah unless you have played like a the first hyrule warriors or like fire emblem warriors but i would say it's definitely better than those well yes it's it's better than those yeah but uh it's one of those typical mindless things where it's like you're killing 500 enemies within the first few like thousands of enemies like on each match or each each battle uh, the map system is cool. How you're like helping out the kingdom and stuff like that. Like you're basically like supplying like different regions and stuff. Um, uh, so I, I like it. It's gonna be one of those like just kind of pass the time games. You know, like it's pop in for for a battle or two and 
maybe maybe even one of those games where I'm like, I don't know what to stream. Oh, well, maybe I'll just play some Major Calamity or something. Um, so, yeah, it's it's fun. I'm I'm glad that I finally got to play it. Uh, so, so yeah. What about you, Shelly? Um, I haven't really been playing anything new. I almost I was very close to just buying Persona Five Strikers, <laughs> but um, my, I still don't have it yet. But that'll be probably still my next new game. I'm still playing Amori. That's still just a great game. I'm still having a really good time with that. Digimon. Uh, it's fun. Finally, I'm on my, I think, third cycle now. My Digimon that were, you know, big, strong, they they died and they got reincarnated again. But that's okay. They're getting back up to speed a bit. Um, it's fun. I just, I don't know. I can't, I can't just, like, keep playing it over and over again. You know, I, I, I need to play a new, a new thing. So. But... Uh, besides that, you know, Smash, that sort of thing. That's it, though. Yeah. Cool. So I got Game Pass, and I was looking at games, trying to figure out what I wanted to play. And uh, I remembered you guys talking about Sea of Thieves, so I thought I would check that out. So far, I've really loved that Rareware's fingerprint is, like, all over it. Like, the music uh-huh. reminds me. I haven't played a Rare game in Dead uh, 64. It's got the personality think. of, you know, like, they kept the personality of, of what they do in there. Yeah, like the music uh, and the look of it yeah. feels very like I, I'm loving that. So my biggest issue with it is uh, obviously it is meant for multiplayer. Um, that's pretty clear off the bat. But like it is rough to play alone. Yep. Like I I don't know what I think of like multiplayer games. I think of more like Destiny where it's like it's nice in groups, but you don't have to be. Oh no, this one you kind of have to. It's have to. very discouraged. Like. Even you say you vote on your uh, quest that you're going to go on. Yep. Your little things. And so I was like, well, I guess I'm voting <laughs> for this quest that I'm the only I'm the only person in my party. So that's weird. Um, and then I was literally going from the uh, steering, whatever it's called. Yeah, the, the wheel. Yeah, the wheel. Uh, I was going from that to the map. I what the wheel was. <laughs> I knew the word wheel, but I thought there was like a name for there probably is a name but yeah yeah steering it's gonna bug me okay yeah the, like the, helm. the steering wheel of a ship just seems wrong the helm the, the helm okay. yeah that's probably probably helm would be a good word for it um but i run from that downstairs to the map and then back <clears throat> yeah. up over and over <laughs> trying to figure out where i was going and i was like man this would be really nice with a person you could still play with two people so basically what you can do is like, the idea is that if you need to, yeah, you can let go of, of the wheel and stuff like that, and you can go check the map. But it's really nice to have somebody just there controlling the boat, and then you can have somebody, like, navigate down below and say, like, okay, which which direction am I going? Am I going the right way? And then especially when you actually have to, like, dock the boat, you can have somebody ready to, like, do the sails and, like, drop anchor yeah. or let go of anchor. <laughs> that was some, really obnoxious. We've had some sketchy uh, docking <laughs> situations on stream, man. I, next time, oh, we I think we need to get a group of us again to, to do this because I think last time it was... That would be fun. It was Barra and I and Joe at one point. That was during the pleasure drive one year and that was I'm pretty sure we got some highlights of us taking out a kid that was like trying to take our chest and stuff like that. The shenanigans. That was, yeah, that was one weird thing. I don't know if it was just because I just had started or what. Um, I got past the like opening credits. Yes. Um, but I didn't encounter any other people, uh, so that was kind of interesting. 
Yeah, that, that oh. is uh, some like, and people are straight up like most of the time they'll come after you, uh, even if you like, no matter what. Usually, um, <laughs> they, it does have a story mode kind of now. It's got like I forget they're called like something tales or something, and uh, mm-hmm. it's like these little adventures quests you can go on and. Um, you can go discover like hidden treasure and all that, and there's these puzzles. Um, so that yeah. stuff is cool. Like if you if you can get at least one other person, it's 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 manageable. But uh, the big group ideally, and, and I the... counted five. If I could get five people, it would be a lot of fun. Oh, that would be super fun. I think the most of you can have we've someone had... on each side of the the cannons and yes, yeah. Especially so when you get the bigger group, you also get a bigger boat. Oh, that's cool. Yes, so you're not just on the little sloop. Uh, when you have, yeah. I think it's like four, maybe when you get the, you, uh, can do the bigger one. Okay. Uh, it's, it's super cool though. Like if you go back and watch some of our highlights on the, on our Twitch, on our Twitch, it's, we've had a lot of crazy times with that game. Um, yeah, I really love the idea. I, I think if I were to change anything, I wish the, the land masses were a little bit bigger. Um, mm. and it may be like that part, there could be more single player type stuff on them. Yeah. Um, uh, it's cool it's a really cool idea <laughs> i also um downloaded skyrim um and i haven't played anything of it. like i literally did it right before the podcast <laughs> but it was in game pass and i was like why not mods 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 see yeah. and that's the thing is i don't want to play skyrim i want to mod skyrim nobody plays skyrim yeah. play skyrim at all anyway yeah so. i have like I have skyrim that's the VR. game but I haven't wanted to play it because I don't have any mods for it yet. I'm like, I'm not going to play vanilla Skyrim VR. Like, that's trash. I am, uh, I'm going to, like, go through a list and try to, like, completely HDify it. Um, and then go nice. from there and mm. see. Uh, I think I put it, I put it on ultra settings, though. And, uh, it, it did a weird thing. I don't know if it was because it was on ultra settings or what. Um, but the computer was having a bad time. So my that's... PC may not be quite ready for that that's weird because i feel like that's a game you should be able to throw on max settings no problem yeah since it's an older game and it was like the first time i'd opened the game so maybe something else was going on when i did that and it just kind of opened weird some uh, some games if it has the option to you can also do like a benchmark thing and it'll like kind of detect your settings and see like what your computer can handle um oh yeah yeah so that might be something oh. to look for in the future before i move on another thing that i think is really cool it is called... Oh, I don't remember what it was called. Um, anyways, Steam is kind of like... doesn't play well with the PS4 controller. It'll work, but it's always kind of like... I have to really play with things. You have to work. go into uh, the configuration in big, in big picture mode, I think, to, to yeah. configure stuff. Yeah. You can't um, plug I can get in most and... games to work, but it's it's always a little weird. And like you can usually... The nice thing with Steam is that you can get button configurations that are yeah. fan-made, um, which is pretty cool. Yep. But... You can I've been use playing on Game Pass. Pro- you can use a Switch Pro Controller also. Yeah, yeah. Nice, um, yeah. With Game Pass, I have been... Oh, uh, yeah. They don't allow you to use a PS4 controller. Um, so there's an app called DS4 Windows um, that basically maps your PS4 controller to yeah. work on Xbox. And so uh, because it's literally just mapping it to an Xbox controller and not a keyboard, yeah. uh, it's actually playing better than Steam has ever for me. Um, as far as the mapping goes, that is really interesting and cool to me. That's good because I was gonna say you can buy a cheap like twenty dollar like USB like three sixty controller mm-hmm. and and be just fine. I'm hoping to get a Dual Sense. Um, can't find a PS Five yet, but I might just grab a Dual Sense controller 
And, yeah, because uh, you can use those on, on Steam now, too. Yeah. Uh, I've heard they've worked the, pretty well, so... The fancy adaptive triggers, though, and I think that's only on PS5, right? Or Yeah. I would think, yeah, yeah only on PS5 games, but... Oh, well. Still a nice controller. The adaptive stuff mm-hmm. is kind of fun. Like, I feel like it's not necessary, but it is kind of fascinating when you do play some stuff. Because then you're like, oh, wait, that's got, like, sensitivity on it, or whatever, like... <laughs> Uh, I think of, like, the web pulling in, like, Spider-Man. It's, like, if you pull it, like, you feel the pull on it. Stuff like that, where it's, like, it's That's nice, cool. but you don't have to have it. Like, some people even turn it off. I feel like it's going to be really nice for bows. Bow and arrows in general. Yeah, or just mm-hmm. guns, even. Like, feel yeah. the trigger of it. Oh, that was cool. Alright. I, uh, I will continue. I will try to find a new game. I have Game Pass, everybody. So, if you want to tweet at me, at Cody Armor on Twitter... Um, what Game Pass game for PC you would like me to play? Um, I will download it and I will try it for at least ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> if you find me garbage, there's, I'm not going to play it. There's got to be a lot of good stuff on there. I'll have to yeah. look as well. Chances are I haven't played it. It's been a while since I played. Uh, it's uh, got all PC the Halos. Game, so. Play the Master Chief Collection. Yeah, I could do that. Can I do that on PC? That's a PC game. Yeah, it's on That's PC. Cool. All of them. With my PS4 controller, like a boss. <laughs> the way Halo's meant to be played. <laughs> <laughs> Make people mad. Alright, what's going on in the gaming news? Uh, okay, so the first piece of news I mentioned last week was that there was going to be a live stream for the game Judgment. Mm-hmm. And so that actually happened... Uh, and it got leaked that there was going to be a sequel, and they basically confirmed all that. Uh, so it's going to be called Lost Judgment, and the setting is going to be in Kamurocho, where the Yakuza series has always taken place, but also you're going to go to parts of Yokohama, which is where the new Yakuza game is set, which that was also teased. I talked about that last week, um, but it's it's a whole new it's a whole new story. Uh, uh, they've also confirmed things like uh, Judgment is going to stay an action game while the all the yakuza games from now on considering ichiban is a big dragon quest geek uh they're gonna stay uh turn-based so that all the yakuza games from now on are gonna stay turn-based um it's crazy i'm, I'm excited for this mainly because so uh if you've watched our twitch channel long enough you, uh, you'll know that i have i played the first one and it took me probably almost a whole year to finish the game uh I saw on my Facebook memories, I had been playing it, like, as of this week, I, I was still playing the game at the time. Um, it's a detective story, there's, like, you know, a lot of investigation, courtroom drama stuff with it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So it's one of those things where it's, like, I, I've been playing, like, service games and random stuff recently on on our channel, like, Fortnite and stuff. But also, like, when I was watching that presentation, I was feeling nostalgic, because this game is going to come out in September... Uh, September 24th, which is also the same release date as Venom, uh, which we'll talk about later. But uh, I'm, I'm thinking, like, okay, like, that means I'm probably going to get back into this game if that's something our viewers really want to watch. Uh, and I'll probably be playing it for, like, a, another eight months or so. <laughs> I feel like that was me with, like, uh, well, I feel like it couldn't have been that long, but Okami felt like forever. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like um, it real long. And then like Christina played uh, Skyward Sword almost as long as I had played Judgment oh, yeah. as well. So it's like I think all of us have done 
a big game at, at some point. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I was feeling nostalgic, so I'm like, man, am I ready to do this again later this year? So I'm excited <laughs> yeah. for it. Um, another big thing about this, uh, kind of the last piece of information, is that this is going to see a global release, which uh, most of the, all these Yakuza games that have come out, especially, like, recently, they come out in Japan, like, almost a year before they come out in America. Uh, Judgment's claim to fame was... Uh, there was a guy that got uh, busted for, like, a bunch of cocaine in Japan when this game came out. He played one of the characters. And so the game had already been out in Japan, but they literally, like, patched it and, like, changed the character. Wow. Uh, and they even got a new voice actor for the Japanese version. Um, so all that happened right before the uh, U.S. version came out. So that's kind of where uh, Judgment, you know, kind of, people kind of know about that game, uh, I guess, but... So this time it's going to come out in the U.S. and overseas the same day, and this is a, a first for for that company and and uh, that series. So I'm excited. Um, I know there's th- it's, this is a franchise that people have been in kind of discovering in the last couple of years, and actually for those who actually have Xboxes, almost every single Yakuza game and Judgment is is on is going to be on Game Pass. So I think the only Yakuza game that's not on Game Pass yet, and Judgment is coming in like a month or so. Uh, yeah, so all that series is on Game Pass if you want to get into it. All right, playing a new game every week. It's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to delete. My hard drive is gonna get full real fast. Oh yeah, actually, and yeah, it's crazy because most of my hard drive, like half of it, is like photos and like editing stuff and yeah like i feel like i barely have like i still have a lot of data dedicated to games but it's like i that's like i I need i would need more space for some of these pc games as well so i feel you on that (laughs) it's like play you play the installation game (laughs) (laughs) cool um yeah so that's some probably the biggest news but also kind of like pretty niche in a lot of ways the second piece of news is relevant to those who want to play final fantasy 7 remake but don't have a ps4 or a ps5 and that is uh, on the newest trailer they i guess there's something on there about the exclusivity of final fantasy 7 remake staying on there for another six months after integrate comes out okay uh I think so they never confirmed anything about like Xbox um, but I think it was said to come out on PC at some point and so that's what this could be referring to is that like in six months we could see a PC release wow that would be crazy yeah <laughs> the mods for that <clears throat> oh yeah yeah I can see the, <laughs> I can see mods <laughs> being made for that um Oh man, yeah. That'll probably come to the Epic Store too, since like Sony has a has a deal with Epic and everything oh, yeah. like that. Totally. <laughs> yeah, so so that's kind of cool. Um, I guess you know that it is going to come other places, just not for a little while. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the next, the kind of last piece of news that um, I feel like is only relevant because um, the Xenoblade series. And that's uh so there are these there was a series of JRPGs on GameCube that came out called Baton Kaitos, and uh, Monolith Software worked on those games uh, for Bandai Namco, and uh, I guess there was a recent listing of these games that that surfaced. So 
Uh, this is a GameCube series that could see some rev revival. It's not confirmed or anything yet. But usually if a game is listed in some foreign like storefront or some data rating thing, uh, it's probably going to happen. So, um, so for anybody who's nostalgic for that or wants to play more Monolith software games, I, I guess that's something to be excited about. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so that's gaming news. Right. Cool. We'll get into the movies then. LJ, I think you've seen the newest movies out too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this week I watched uh, The Mitchells versus The Machines. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. I've seen that around people talking about I kind of it. forgot that it existed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird because this was supposed to come to theaters. Uh, but. Yeah. Uh, I think this was part of... A, remember a few weeks ago we talked about how like Sony movies are going to start coming to Netflix? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think this was part of that deal somehow. Because... Okay. Because uh, Sony... So Netflix had into the Spider-Verse for a really long time. Um, and this is a Sony property. Uh, when I watched this, you could definitely see the touches of that Spider-Verse animation in this. Like, it's 3D animation, but it just has... You could tell it has that Spider-Verse look and flair to it uh, on occasion with uh, some of the stuff it does. Uh, it's funny. Um, that it's it's very relatable, I think. It's kind of the whole the whole message is like about technology and, you know, kind of taking life and, for granted and family for granted and stuff like that. And uh, that's kind of yeah. the overall message of it. But it's it's funny. Uh, it's, it's genuinely funny. Like, there's times where I just laughed out loud over the dumbest stuff. Like... The, the dad reminds me a lot of a lot of my stepdad in a lot of ways and then the dog reminds me a lot of my dog who's just kind of dumb and just silly it's that uh that pug Aww. i think it's like a pug but that's got yeah. like the, the, the silly eyes, eyes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just looks like <laughs> like there's this one scene where it's like they try to throw a cupcake at it to catch and then it just hits him in the head and he doesn't do anything and it's like, I'm pretty sure I've done that to my dog with a treat one time where I'm like, here, catch. And then he just, boom, just takes it. And I'm like, <laughs> that's so terrible. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. So I recommend cool. it. It's, it's on Netflix. So if you got a subscription, you can go watch it. Okay. <clears throat> I'll have to do that. Sounds cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I watched uh, real quick I'll mention is... The Last Blockbuster. It was a documentary, also on Netflix. I've been watching a lot of Netflix stuff lately. Sweet. Um, it's about the Blast Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. And oh, yeah, it, it's that's a cool where I had my honeymoon. <laughs> oh, that's cool. We didn't visit. I, we should have. That, <laughs> that was the last Blockbuster. I thought there was one in Alaska. No, that the one in Alaska closed down. So the movie talks about this. At one point, there was like twelve left. Uh huh. Uh, and then uh. Uh, they talked about how uh, Alaska got some merchandise from, was it Russell Crowe? Or I think it was Russell Crowe, but there was like merchandise they got from like Cinderella Man and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And when they closed down, they actually sent like that that movie, those movie props, like because they had them on display. They sent them to the Bend, Oregon store. Okay. Um, and so this is like the last one. And so every year they get on the phone with with because uh, Dish Network technically owns the name, the Blockbuster name now. Uh -huh. And so they have to call whoever it is at Dish Network almost every year and find out if they're still gonna be allowed to keep the store open. Huh. Uh, yeah. 
So it's become a major tourist attraction now. Like it's a super yeah. cool documentary. Kevin Smith. I is follow in a it. Twitter, and I I always figured it was fake, but I was always I was kind of hopeful. Well, it, it is a fake. Blockbuster. That's actually not the uh, the store though. Yeah. Oh, so because that one they they were saying they were in Alaska. Um, oh, okay. Okay. And so that's why I was I thought there was I figured there was a really a blockbuster in Alaska. I figured the Twitter handle wasn't real. They uh, even mentioned the Twitter handle in the documentary because uh, one really? guy was like, "One guy was like, hey, I thought this was you guys, you know, but it's not. It's just somebody being funny." And like, yeah, it's know? hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it made me very nostalgic. Um, I still have a Terminator Two DVD I bought from like whenever they were going, whenever they were going out. I bought it for like ten bucks. Uh, I was waiting for people, like that I rented and I need to no. return someday. <laughs> nope. No. Uh, yeah, uh, there's yeah, there's a bunch of like actors and some small, some big, some more well-known names and some more small names that kind of talk about it and a couple like customers. But it's ran by a whole family. It's uh, and it's been ran that way for like years. There's this That's one cool. lady that just like is straight up dedicated to keeping that place alive. Uh, it's super cool. Like if I ever find myself up in the West Coast again sometime, that would be cool to go see. Um, yeah. It broke my brain to see, because uh, they would show footage of it, and so it broke my brain to see modern movies like on those shelves, like uh-huh. Captain oh, Marvel yeah. and like some of like yeah. there was other Marvel movie or like other Marvel movies and just certain movies that are so recent that I'm like, my brain doesn't know what it's seeing right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was cool. It's been years since it's I've seen it, but there is a uh, it's called Little Dukes in here on South Dakota. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's closed down at this point. Uh, but they would do movies. And so it, it definitely outlived most of the blockbusters. Mm. Um, it was around when I was in high school. That was 10 years ago now. So who knows? I don't think it is open now that I'm thinking about it. I've been in town, but I've never paid attention. So why would I ever go there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I wonder if they still rent consoles. Huh. That would be crazy. So it's still open? No, I mean the blockbuster. If they oh, consoles. no, no, no. The console thing hadn't been happening for a long time. I remember the console renting thing happening during like the sixty-four days. Yeah, but I don't think they've. That's something they uh, they haven't done. Blockbuster didn't live much farther than the sixty-four days. Well, yeah. I mean, like they also talked about. Um, oh, what was it? But talking, they they talked about the the like what really happened with like blockbuster and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. talked about uh what happened especially when blockbuster got rid of the late fees uh so there's Mm. there's so much there there's there's a lot of layers to it it's it's an hour and 20 minutes or so it's worth it yeah nice Mm -hmm. it's awesome yep um what did you watch ellie uh i watched uh captain america winter soldier Ooh, just the show gets you we, interested. Well, yeah, we we wanted to watch a Marvel movie, and that was what we were thinking. Because I mean, it's such a it's just a really good movie anyway. But um, also just I think extra it's objectively the best movie they've made. I think yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. It's actually kind of a shame how I feel like Black Widow. She gets so she is such like a deep character in this movie, um, and her sort of chemistry with Cap is sort of. Honestly, unparalleled in any other movie, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. Like, obviously, in Endgame, they, like, kind of try to show, like, oh, yeah, they have, like, a good relationship and that sort of thing, but it's not nearly as 
organic. Um, Felix, are you okay? <laughs> it's not nearly as organic as it is in Winter Soldier. Um, but of course we want to watch it because of obviously the show. It was just really cool. You know, first scene you see Sam and you're just like, oh, yeah. it's future Captain America. Like it's, he's here. Um, and then seeing Bucky introduced as the winter soldier. Ah, uh, it's just, it's really cool. It's, it's, I think, mm-hmm. I mean, I really liked the movie before anyway, obviously I still agree. It's the best, at least one of the best, um, MCM movies. Um, but I even had more appreciation to it after watching the show, I think. Just seeing the mm-hmm. characters and the story and um I don't know. I just it's really good. It's just mm-hmm. a really good movie. So. I did the same thing with Age of Ultron during WandaVision and it kinda I kinda had the same effect as you did with that. It was like mm-hmm. it adds so much more to, to the movies that came before it. Totally. So But yeah, it, it also just got me really hyped for the Black Middle sorry, Black Widow movie because she was just so cool in that movie, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just funny. Like I feel like every time I've seen Winter Soldier in the past, or even like Iron Man two or whatever, which I don't watch often, right? But like anytime I see Black Widow doing something cool, like at any of the MCU movies, I'm always like, man, she needs a movie, and she's getting a movie. Like mm-hmm. it's it's almost it's out. Still We're almost weird there. that it's like after the fact, but there's got to be yeah. Room for it. Yeah, I guess we'll see. It's gonna all tie in somehow anyway, but, like, I honestly, like, even if it is just her, like, just being awesome, <laughs> probably that'll be good enough for me. Yeah, um, yeah. I just, like, I don't know. She's cool, so. Be cool to get That's what I watched. Of her backstory, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I watched the 2018 Robin Hood. Oh, um, is that the one right. with, um... Okay. It's yeah. got I put their names down. Taryn Egerton and Jamie Foxx. Oh, oh. yeah. And uh, yeah, it's I forgot that this existed, but I was looking at movies to watch. Uh, I did a weird thing. I looked at like new 2021 movies and then this and a bunch of other old movies that didn't come out recently <laughs> came up. That's weird. Uh, yeah, Google being strange. Um, I need to look, but I think we ha- we may have a Bible study for this on our website. That's awesome. <laughs> I think Dallas might have done that one. I'm, I'm gonna. I liked it. Uh, I watched it for free on Peacock. You can watch oh, nice. Peacock with ads, uh, and so I got to do. I got to do it that way, um, which is cool. I'm glad that they have like a free version. Um, but it's a weird like they turned Robin Hood into a superhero movie. <laughs> uh, and there's they're like there's this huge mine. Like the city is massive like unrealistically gigantic um and so there's a mine and there's literally these like billows of flame that come up randomly all over the set um (laughs) like they don't make any sense they don't explain it uh it's just happening um for visual effect but it it happens like through the whole movie which is really weird um it, it definitely had its ticks it definitely was a strange thing uh but my biggest I, one of the things I love the most, and I'm sure that some people didn't like about it, uh, was the costuming. It was, like, super modern. Like, it was a super modern twist to old, um, old-fashioned clothing. Uh, like, the sheriff of Nottingham, he's supposed to be really rich, so he's, like, literally wearing, like, suit material. Uh, but it's turned into this, like, long robe. Um, and then, like, Robin Hood, he's got... I can't, a gamison, I think that they're called. 
but they turn the gamison it's like a leather gamison and they turn it into like a leather coat and yeah really just wearing a leather jacket um they just like did some really cool things with with the uh the art style of it all uh there's a war scene in arabia uh which will make sense if you watch the movie um but they have like their bows and arrows and they're going from building to building and it looks like you're watching kind of like a navy seal uh movie like it oh crazy like they literally could have switched the armor out with like uh you know tactical gear and the bows for guns and it would have been the same like feel it was really really crazy to see uh but they're wearing instead like you know leather armor and stuff uh that just looks kind of tactical um even at the end there are a bunch of guards that come after them because spoiler alert robin hood steals things and uh (laughs) like they literally look like they're in swat gear uh but also in night nightly gear as well that's that sounds cool in concept almost like a steampunky kind of like i think of like dishonored or something that kind of walks the line of you know stuff like that like yeah i had never seen i i think it's the most creative aesthetic i've seen for a medieval movie or show so far i've seen other uh things try to do that cursed kind of try to do it mm-hmm. but it was almost too modern where this was doing it um very like i guess tastefully hmm. i don't know I, I felt like the costuming was, was spot if on. If anything, it sounds like a creative concept. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we do have a Bible study for this movie. I wanted to confirm uh, nice. we do have one. What's the, uh, what's the topic, does it say? The topic is called Revival. That's what the, topic, that's what the title of it okay. is. Okay. Nice. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it... And that's like I said, it's it's got a superhero theme to it. He's not just robbing to give to the poor because the poor need money. There's a whole uh, scheme and villainy, and um, hmm. it, it felt almost like if it was in modern day and they made it Green Arrow, you would have been like, oh, they just like robbed the Robin Hood idea. Um, oh. But it could have been a Green Arrow movie um, very easily. Uh, Acting wise, I like uh, is it Egerton? Is his last yeah. name? um and jb fox does great um so i mean i thought the acting was was well done but i also liked them and they acted like them so you know mm. kind of hard to <laughs> they're both those kind of actors i feel like right uh yeah anyways we will get on to the movie news uh, yeah go ahead jelly sweet uh, so we got a couple different things here. Surprisingly, no MCU uh, and no Disney. But I guess the first news may eventually get connected into it. So we got our Venom <laughs> 2 trailer. Also, sort of tile reveal. It's a Venom Let There Be Carnage. So yes. of course, Carnage is in it. And you see that in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never watched the first Venom. I never got around to it it's no, not like it's I so much fun to. i i mean that's what i heard so i'll probably watch it eventually. yeah just it's, have it's it. fun it's it's um, better than it should be basically yeah that's what but it's heard. not it's not like a great movie necessarily but it's like it's 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 not bad it's a marvel movie it feels very marvel movie like like an old yeah. like an old style like kind of like yeah like an older marvel movie i would say yeah, yeah like, be- before cool. mcu that's cool um so given that, I wasn't very interested in the second trailer. 
personally. Mm, really? But that's because I never watched the first one. And I don't know how I feel about Venom. He's talking a lot more in this than he did in the original I think movie. that's what threw me off. I was he like... straight up sounds like Cookie Monster. I'm like, he doesn't sound like a threat anymore. Is he not a threat? And that's <laughs> oh why I gosh. thought, too. I'm like, well, maybe maybe things happen at the end well, of Venom and the, I don't know. The first movie was definitely him, like, getting used to the fact that, like, he's gonna... Like, Venom's gonna have to be a part of this world, like, towards the end, you know? Like... So that's why I love the interaction with Mrs. Chen in the second trailer, because there because there's things that happen in the first movie that's like okay well yeah she knows that that store clerk knows he's an alien now you know like yeah and yeah. then he's like he's like hi Mrs. Chen you know like he's like hi Mrs. Chen you know like and then she's like hi Venom and I'm like yes I don't know why that scene made me so happy like it was just mm-hmm. great and that's kind of what like I liked monster. about. I liked the humor in the first one too, in a weird way. Like, and so that's, it was just kind of like, yeah, Venom's hilarious. In it. Him and Eddie Brock together are, yeah, the, Tom Hardy the chemistry. Really Even though it's Tom Hardy technically talking to Tom Hardy, it's still like, <laughs> the chemistry is great. Between, yeah, <laughs> I mean, people the are watching characters. Bad Batch, right? How's it different? That's true. <laughs> um, I'm so excited. You mentioned it being maybe tied to MCU. There is a Daily Bugle uh, sighting. Uh, so that was really cool. Andy Circus has said that um, the way that he looks at it is, if the if this is taking place in the MCU, then his characters have no idea that they exist. Mm-hmm. So he said, you know, anything could happen in the future, but he wasn't making the movie with MCU in mind because he, right. as far as he knows, is disconnected. Oh man, if we can just get Tom Holland in this universe, like down the road, we can have the Maximum Carnage movie. That's all I'm saying. Someone mentioned this, and I. LJ, tell me what you think of this. It the movie would have done really well in the Amazing Spider-Man universe. Andrew Garfield's. I could see that. And that, like the way that the coloring's done and the tone edge, it still feels. Very it much seems like, like it's that from song. that era. Yeah. Just it, it's trailers. definitely a Sony Marvel movie and not, not a MCU Marvel movie. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I could see that. Like mm-hmm. I have a harder time seeing Tom Holland interact with this Venom, if but they, Andrew Garfield, oh, I would have been like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. The, and and the Sinister yeah. Six movie sounded like a bad idea, like whenever they were building that up, especially yeah. with how how silly uh, Green Goblin looked. Um, but like this, I'm like, okay, yeah, like I can see this. Like by the end of Amazing Spider-Man Two, I'm like, okay, you guys are too much now, you know. But this this I feel like would fit in nicely. I would love for him to interact with Tom Holland. I think it'll be really interesting. Oh yeah. I, oh gosh, yeah. I just want Maximum Carnage. Yeah. Spider-Man and Venom. Oh, and then they could do separation anxiety with the other symbiote children. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I'll just pick it out. Yeah, I'm geeking out. Oh. What else I you got, Shelly? I want it to happen. Yeah, so Venom 2, this thing. <laughs> She's cool. like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm moving on. This is like LJ Movie News stuff right here, because then it's Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z. We're getting another Boot. Dragon Ball Z movie. I think it's specifically Dragon Ball Super. Um, yes, yeah, Dragon Ball Super, yeah. It's confirmed for 2022, so not this year, but it'll be next year. So, cool. pretty close. Not yeah. This year, I didn't but. like the Brawly one. I know a lot of people were, like, super hyped about it. It was definitely a visual, like, piece. It wasn't, like, they didn't add anything to it. Yeah, like, the Return of Frieza was amazing. Yeah, which also got rolled into the Dragon Ball Super show. Yeah. Um, my hope, I think this, what everybody else is hoping with this, is that this kicks off the the continuation of Dragon Ball Super. Because for all intents and purposes, Dragon Ball Super as a show is done. 
But oh, wow, I didn't they, know that. yeah, so they could totally bring, they could totally start up the series again because the manga is still going. There's some major yeah, crazy stuff go. going on in the manga right now, and, and so I think this could kick off another season eventually in the future. Yeah, yes, I can see that. They, That'd be cool. They should totally bring it back because people, I think people want it more. So, I love the humor in Dragon Ball Super. I haven't watched a lot of it. Uh, I watched mostly the movie so far, um, mm. but I feel like they watched Dragon Ball Z abridged really liked it and started making <laughs> the episodes like dragon ball z abridged <laughs> like it's not as ridiculous but there's a lot of silly stuff that happens yeah especially like them like dealing with like regular life and stuff like that uh, yeah really cool. it's gotten a lot goofier than original dragon ball z was i i love the way the tournament of power ends too like it uh they just I think they, they need to continue what the manga is doing because the manga is doing some cool stuff, but the Tournament of Power was such a really cool arc, and just the way it wrapped up was, was awesome. So it's like, while they're on a good track record, I think they should do it. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, some pretty interesting news, I would say. Uh, NBC has officially canceled the Golden Globes for 2022. Which seems really far off, but at the same time, I mean, it's just because of all of the protests happening um, by lots of people in Hollywood, um, specifically in regards to the uh, HFPA. Um, I don't remember what that stands for. Something foreign films. They run the award show, right? Yeah. Um, oh, yes. You know, I should probably know this. I actually don't remember. All I know... Oh, yeah. Is that there's a lot of people, including hosts of the show, like I, I remember, you know, reading like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, like they had hosted before, but they're also, um, lots of people complaining how, uh, and I would say justifiably so, how there's just an extreme lack of diversity, mm. uh, in the Golden Globes and the, these award shows in general. Um, and just a couple examples, like we got Minari, which is a movie that, as far as I'm aware, has a lot of, uh, the Korean language just in the movie. People speak in Korean, but it's not actually mm-hmm. um, a foreign film. Like, it's it takes place in the States. It's just about a Korean family, but like an American Korean family in the States. Um, as far as I'm aware, that's what it's about. And so it, it's not a foreign film, but they considered it a foreign film. So it shouldn't have been considered a foreign film, but for some right. reason they're like, oh, these people, they're not white, and they're speaking a different language. Therefore, mm. it's a foreign film. Um, another thing was uh, the show Emily in Paris, which I haven't actually watched the show, but I've seen parts of the show. I've seen scenes, and it just, it honestly looks like a bad show, but for some reason it's getting more nominations than a lot of other shows that uh, are uh, according to a lot of audience people, like audience watching it, um, or better shows that feature a lot more, you know, just people of color, diversity in general. Um, Emily Paris is just like this random white girl goes to France. That's what. Th- that's it. That's the show. Um, <laughs> it's really weird. Um, and another example, just to sort of finish this out, um, is even a couple of years back when Get Out was released. Uh, so Get Out was nominated not for best picture in general but for best uh musical or comedy it's a horror movie and so seen that movie i'm like what yeah so there's basically people are processing because there's a lot of there's a lot of white men in this uh sort of in charge of award shows like the golden globe uh, globe awards and um people are 
don't like the decisions they're making, which honestly, again, just, I've only listed three examples. There's more than just this. Um, it's, I think it's justifiable. There's people, people don't want to be involved. A lot of Hollywood folks don't want to be involved. And so they're just like, you know what, if there's an Aragorn Globes, I'm not going to be part of it. Um, and NBC's like, okay, fine. We're not getting any support. We're not getting anyone who's going to come. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to cancel. Which, honestly, I am so annoyed with award shows. Award shows are so stupid. And yeah. so many of them are just rigged, I think, including Golden Globes. So, honestly, mm-hmm. I consider this an absolute win. <laughs> yeah, and, and I look at this, like, even to tie it into stuff I'm more familiar with, like, the gaming. Like, gaming. Like, the Game Awards is, like, half the reason people watch it and half of what it's rigged for is the reveals now. And so it's, like, the rewards, yeah. the, the actual, like, awards are much more smaller and shorter. You spend much less time with the actual awards in that and then more more reveals and more ads and stuff. So it's like, yeah, every award, reward show lately or award show is like, you know, it's all, it seems like it has some ulterior motive or something, you know? Yeah, and it's like, I can forgive the, the game awards. One, because I feel like, I don't know, I don't know who runs it. It's probably definitely rigged too, but... I definitely, it's true that I seem to care less about the actual, um, mm. like, who gets the actual award because I'm usually there for the right. reveals and stuff. I don't know. For me, yeah. like, stuff in, like, the Game Awards definitely feels like way more of a celebration of gaming than Golden Globes or, you know, other award shows feel like a celebration of that thing. I feel like there's, mm-hmm. they're way too, um, I don't think political is the right word, but uh, just dramatic. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know. I remember, have, like. There's, like, an agenda, some kind of agenda. Yeah, exactly. Some agenda. Like, I even remember, like, with the Grammys, like, the weekend protesting mm-hmm. and saying, like, no, this is stupid because yeah. his album was, like, the top of the year for all the charts and he wasn't nominated for anything, which yeah. is just so stupid. Um, you can even tell the Oscars I'm, I'm weekend had, but... <laughs> even the Oscars had the lowest ratings ever. We talked about that exactly. Weeks ago. I think people so are just realizing like... that these award shows are just stupid and. You know, I think it's fair to say that a lot of people watch the Game Awards just for the reveals. And honestly, that's fine. Like, and it's still yeah. kind of cool to be like, oh, look, they, you know, I guess people got upset about Last of Us 2 winning a bunch of stuff. And honestly, I I, I am in that boat. I, I do kind of wish it didn't win as many. So who knows? Maybe the Game Awards is also just going to turn terrible. But at least for <laughs> now, they, they... You know, there's a Smash character, right? Like, I care about that, and so I'll still mm-hmm. watch, and I won't be that upset. But mm-hmm. um, I just don't know. Award shows, I think, are, are pretty stupid. I think it's fine to give awards to people who deserve it. I think that's very yes. fair. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. I don't I think, know. I think the Golden, the, the Golden Globes just don't seem like they're playing fair, is, is what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't cared about the Golden Globes in a long time, so yeah, it's kind of where <laughs> so I'm at with it. Canceled. Yeah, yeah. Um, award shows just like, haven't been. Yeah. yeah, they just haven't mattered to me. So I, I don't know. If you bring up like the video game awards, I'm hyped for those because of the announcements, like you said. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I worry when it comes to like movies. I worry much more about the box office. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. than anything else like is it doing really well or is it doing really poorly um that's usually what gets my my mind on you know if it was successful or not not whether yeah. it wins an award yep which may not be proper i mean that might not be the right way to do it but that's just how I, how i function personally 
I don't yeah. really think I think that's like the only way to do it. But yeah. but yeah, I just think um, I don't know. We need to have this stop having this weird like system that's just I don't know. I don't I don't like Golden Globe, so I'm glad it's gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seems like we're all kind of in the same boat too. So yeah. But that's cool. uh. I guess it'll just be if if anything to conclude this movie news section. It'll be interesting to see how that will affect other award shows and yeah. see like you know those people who are like oh if we can stop the Golden Globes maybe we can stop the Grammys maybe we can stop whatever. Um, it'll be interesting to see, but I have no clue. I have no clue. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, we'll get into on. TV then. Shelley, what did you think of Invincible? Yes. Well, I am not done with okay. it. Um, I think I'm on episode five or six. Yeah. Um, I'm liking it so far. I it's kind of a it's kind of weird because I was interested because of all the memes I saw like on Twitter and stuff. But at the <laughs> right. same time, those memes are very spoilery. Yes, um, very. and I acknowledge that too. Especially the most popular one. It's very spoilery. So I sort of like I went to the first episode and I'm just like. I think I know what's going to happen here. Like, I have an idea of, like, you know, kind of how the direction of the show is going. But I was interested in that. It was something that yeah. was interesting to me. So that's why I, I wasn't disappointed by seeing those things. It's what got me interested in the show in general. I think if I went in blind, it would be... I I don't know. I just think I probably wouldn't have watched it if mm. I had no idea what I was getting into. Um Especially with, like, a lot of the, like, gore and stuff. Like, I'm not usually a huge fan of that either, but I, I prepped, my, prepped myself. I was like, okay, this is this is something in this show that's happening. That's that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, I, I like it so far, though. Uh, but at this point, I've definitely had to, like, mute it on Twitter because... Or, or at least try to avoid it because now I'm seeing way more spoilers, like, than just the, the more popular memes. So that's kind of annoying i'm like this is still a pretty new show guys like why are we why are we just spoiling everything this was not a thing for any of the mcu shows i don't know why this show specifically um everyone wants to spoil but uh so that's why i like okay i have to be careful but um yeah i don't know i'm just a fan like i the boys is a little too extreme for me i think uh it's a little bit Mm -hmm. too much on that end but i do like this idea of like here's this classic story or this classic sort of idea or stereotype but we're gonna flip it on its head or we're gonna change it up a bit um it seemed like you know the first episode on one hand felt rushed it felt like oh this is something that you know in in another type of show would have spanned across at least like two or three episodes but just the way the nature of the show they they had to sort of get to a point where they're telling the actual story that they wanted to tell they had to preface it with all the stuff that you would expect and then just be like oh but here's what the show's about so i do respect that i like the animation it's just super weird because it feels nostalgic it feels like yeah. uh, like you're watching ben 10 it feels like um that sort of thing but it's obviously not <laughs> it's a high quality it's, it's... animated like old school style like cartoon yeah but it's yeah. like it's it's aimed toward an audience that grew up with that so it's aimed yep. towards me it's aimed towards people sort of who who experienced that so 
Um, again, yeah, that's why I like about it too is that I, I'm super annoyed with just plain nostalgia, like nostalgia just for what it is. This is this is how you should use nostalgia. It's like it yes. hooks you with that nostalgic feeling, but then it again it turns it on its head. It gives you something actually interesting and original, um, and not just giving you the same thing over and over again. So that's what I really appreciate about this. I think it's a really well done show. So far, mm. again, I haven't finished it. But uh, we're going to keep watching it, and I know that there's more seasons that are announced, but not out yet. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I I like it. I'm not like, oh, this is the best show ever, but I'm also like, it's pretty good. So, Sweet. Yeah. LJ, what have you been watching? More Netflix. Um, (laughs) So, uh, the first thing I watched, just because, like, my my family has an interesting history with the movie and stuff, so we watched... Uh, last year I watched the series, um, but part two of Selena, the series, came out, and this is based on the singer. Um, okay. And so uh, this is the one that Jennifer Lopez played in, in a movie years ago. Um, so part two came out on Cinco de Mayo. It, it actually, like, it wasn't supposed to come out till next week, but it, it, it dropped all of a sudden. I actually did a podcast with Victims and Villains on the movie and the first part of the series. Um, so this is like the second part of her life when she's like made it big, you know, when she's becomes a rising star and it goes into like her death and stuff like that. Um, but it's really good. The second, the second part was a lot better than the first part. Uh, you could tell it feels like they had, it feels like they had a bit more of a budget. Uh, the actors felt like they were finally hitting their stride this time. Uh, there was just certain characters that I kind of didn't really care for at the, at the beginning. That was also probably because of the movie as well. So it was like my brain was still thinking about those actors. Um, but it's really good. I recommend it if, if, uh, if for those of you who like autobiography, like uh, like biographies and stuff, and like stories of like musicians and like celebrities and stuff like that. Uh, this is a fun one to watch. Like especially since like we've had people like the Kardashians around now, because like it feels like she was like the original kardashian type of thing because she had her own boutique she wanted to do her own fashion and stuff like that you know and that's kind of feels like she was before the kardashians were even a cool thing like that's she was already doing that stuff and then it also goes into the family and how they dealt with that that life of doing music being on the road the brother who's was like her producer and stuff like that uh super cool story like it's just uh i think the family even has like commentary tracks on spotify now um mm-hmm. like uh, on her actual music which is cool um so yeah i, I recommend checking this out um, if you're interested in in that sort of thing cool um the second thing i watched was mainly because i tried watching a few episodes of jupiter's legacy and i didn't like it okay oh uh, i was just yeah like with other with other like superhero shows around i'm just like nah this this doesn't cut it for me um so i ended up watching because uh, a few people recommended it to me it was uh, kim's convenience mm-hmm. and it's a comedy about an asian family a korean family actually i forget where uh exactly it is but the they run a convenience store and they like live they live on in the building that the convenience where they run the convenience store and stuff and it's super funny uh, the dad is very much like an old school, you know, Korean guy, uh, you know, conservative values. Like they go to church and stuff. And that's uh, one of the main characters is the daughter. And then it's got actually the brother 
the older brother, he's gonna play Shang Chi in the mo- in the Shang Chi movie. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that that was another right. reason people have started watching this. Uh, it is funny though. It is. It's really good. It's it's very wholesome humor. Like I mean, there's still like adult like kind of references and stuff. But it, I feel like it's so hard to find uh, like stuff with wholesome humor these days, especially like on Netflix and stuff like that. Like, you know, it's not it's not a raunchy comedy show, which I think is really cool. Uh, that's kind of my favorite part about it. But it's so funny. Nice. Um, so I recommend that. I think it's actually gonna have its last season pretty soon because it's a few years old. But um, it's it's super good. Nice. Cool. Yep. So that's what I'm watching. I watched Bad Batch, uh, or The Bad Batch, whatever, it? Star Wars. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I like it, which is interesting, because I don't, I didn't really like Clone Wars that much. I know, like, everyone else loves that yeah. show. Yeah. I, don't I tried have getting into it. To those. Yeah, everyone loved Clone Wars. Yeah. And so, if it's, if the stuff that I missed is, like, this show, I guess I understand, um, why everyone loved it so much, but, um... I, I could never get into it. I watched that last season. The last season was all right, but I, I was only invested in that because of um, the Order sixty six stuff. Seeing that all, like, yeah, it was leading up to, yeah, yeah. That it's like that I've only really cool seen like the last couple of episodes in that show, anyway. So yeah, because of the same thing. <laughs> I watched, I think, the first two seasons, uh, or maybe just like the first season, and then a huh. few episodes after that. And that I was, might be I did, why I did the same it's thing. A, it's a big show. Yeah, I was like, I can't. I feel do like this. usually this it gets better later. Yeah, That's what I've heard. Um, the Bad Batch is for those who don't know, they're uh, you know, the Clone Wars. They're a bunch of clones um, that are kind of like I don't know if you call them defects or not because they were kind of like each one had a purpose. They were like built for a different purpose. Hmm. Um, and so they all got a few screws loose. They're all a little crazy, um, and they get the job done in really like different ways. Uh, and so like <laughs> call them in when you need the the creative solution. Um. And in the show, the Clone Wars show, I really didn't like him that much because, like, the main one, Hunter, he literally looks like Rambo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and acts like Rambo. And then, I don't know, they were just, like, all really cliche. Um, and so his side characters, it seemed kind of silly. But in this show, um, it's kind of cool to see them all interact. Uh, they've all, like, are just, like, brothers. Um, and I really, really, I don't know. I'm having fun with it. My only issue, and I don't want to give too much away... I don't know what it is with Disney, Star Wars, and, like, we need to have a child that you need to deal with. Um, oh, that's, yeah. like, a thing that's happening. There's only been two episodes so far. Uh, there's about an hour and a half of content. But I was just like, again? I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it just, like, before. a weird thing to have done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. if you, Even if you didn't like Clone Wars, I would say check this out if you're interested in Star Wars at all. Uh, you do get, do get to see the aftermath of Order 66. Um, mm. So, like, the Empire is literally happening around them, uh, like, coming up around them. And they're having to deal with, you know, like, they get back to base and everything's kind of different now. Because um, they're no longer, you know, fighting for the Republic. Um, and they're, like, with the Empire. And they're the only ones that aren't, like, brainwashed with Order 66 so they have to deal with do we still follow or do we not like where do we stand with this stuff um i don't know it, that part of it to me has been a lot of fun to see um and they talk about uh again i don't want to give too much away uh currency 
So each planet had their own currency and that, you know, that currency was valid within that planet or whatever. Um, Mm. And the Empire is having them trade in all of the different planet currency uh, for credits. Uh, So they all have like a one world, uh, like a one world government, one world money, uh, Mm. which I thought was really weird and uh, interesting. Something that you would have never even thought about, uh, probably but at least i didn't so it's fun hmm. i don't know i recommend it i'm really liking it so far uh, yeah I, I, sh- I should maybe give it a watch but i kind of like you it's like i have a hard time watching the animated star wars stuff like clone wars and then even rebels like i watched some rebels and i like it but i don't know what it is like i just can't deal like i love the, the original like gindy tartakovsky clone wars though i think that's also why like I, maybe I have this hipster attitude. It's like I like the original thing they did and <laughs> this new, then this like new three D stuff, you know. So yeah, I will say too, it's gorgeous. Um, the people all kind of look the same as they have for years, mm. but the uh, environments are really, really pretty. Um, there's That's cool. definitely something. There's more of a budget put into this than past shows, even the last season of Clone Wars. I couldn't get into Rebels either. I don't know. Just not my, my thing. Like, it's not that it's bad. I just, like, I don't know why. I just have a hard time, like, being like, okay, I gotta watch the next one kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm hooked on this one. I'm gonna keep watching it, I think. Sweet. Yeah. We'll get into TV news. Uh, a couple different things happening. So, we got a teaser for Stranger Things Season 4, which is Finally. really exciting. I was so stoked. Oh my gosh. And we learned nothing. <sighs> But it's fine. Honestly, I don't care. It was enough. All I wanted was to know that it was still going to (laughs) happen. I wanted something. I just wanted them to literally breathe. It's like, it's like Team Cherry and Silk Song. Anytime there's even a little bit of like, oh yeah, this is still happening. I'm like, I I get life, you know? (laughs) And this is the same thing here. So thank goodness. It's like one of those shows where again, like every time I go on Netflix, I see them suggest Stranger Things, and I'm like, man, that's a really good show. Man, I want another season. <laughs> it's like that in Dragon Prince, so. Dragon man. Prince, man, I want that too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted a date. That's all I wanted. I Okay, yeah. I, Give I me a <laughs> sliver. Give me a coming this fall. I'm still thinking, yeah, I still think it's got to be like a Thanksgiving or, you know, it's, it's got to be a holiday. They've always been holidays. It it's was true. Christmas, then Halloween, and then Fourth of July. So it's got to be like... That's why I say Thanksgiving, but it could just be something else, I guess. But I joked before the show that uh, Shelly had mentioned the holiday thing, and I go, well, maybe that's why it's taking so long is because it was recorded for Thanksgiving. So with the COVID stuff, they had to, like, wait another year. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, know. Oh, we gotta, we gotta skip one. We gotta wait till we get to the next Thanksgiving. I mean, my theory was, <laughs> is definitely one COVID. Uh, I think COVID just impacts, like, any show production more than You messed expected. up everything. Um, but also, <laughs> I mean, they're probably just... I would think if they really this long, they wanted their kids aged up a bit. There's going to be some sort of time skip. There's, they're going to be older. They're going to... Which makes sense. I think it would be cool, actually. It seems actually. like it's already been, like, filmed, though, for a while, though. Well, like, so has it? I think. I mean... I don't know. <laughs> we got... We got a... Tra- didn't we get, like, a trailer, like, last year or something? Or, like, another uh, teaser? An incredibly small teaser. It yeah. was, like, right but... before, Right after the show it ended, I feel like. It was, like, a couple months. Yes, it was... It was oh, very soon after. You're right. So it was like, 
Yeah. And then nothing. It was definitely one of those things where they just, like, filmed with season That's three, true. I think. And then they're just That's like... That's true. Oh, yeah, season four, we're doing it. That's confirmed. <laughs> they could and have then easily nothing. filmed that no, one was... scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe we'll get that someday. Uh, what we are getting uh, soon, and we do have a date for, uh, is Loki, which I feel like this date keeps changing. I believe it was June mm-hmm. 11th at first, but it is now uh, Wednesdays, starting June 9th. Um, a lot of time hopping going on with that release date there. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Um, I guess maybe there's a reason. It's all a marketing ploy. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'm excited for Loki. I don't know. I need more Marvel. So, June if there was a show to watch every said. month, I would be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Or every, I don't know. If one show ended, I got a week break, and then another show came on, uh, like we got with Vision, uh, WandaVision, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We've had a whole month for between this like i think this is the longest gap i think so far yeah well i mean we've only had Mm -hmm. two yeah that's true yeah but i would i would like a week break and then keep it coming um yeah i was really hoping is they will they stagger out their shows like that but they include star wars because it was like mandalorian yeah and wandavision and um there was a whole right there so that's the thing is like right now Bad Batch is starting, so that's oh, taking this you got a point. slot. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. it's always it's always a show. Then there's a week Star like Wars, break, Marvel, and then Star the Wars, next Marvel. week is when a new show starts. And we just had to, you know, we've been always paying attention more to MCU shows, but we have another Star Wars one. So that's yeah, true. That, yeah, I didn't think about and that. And then it'll be Loki. Yeah, something else. I'm. <laughs> it's interesting that they're not. You know, you look at like Netflix has so many different shows come out at the same time. Disney really only has. At least that I care about so far, it's been like these long shows and then like a week break. You know, Star Wars and Marvel. Uh, I mean, yeah, they've they've had like the Mighty Ducks one going, but it's like I feel like a very small audience probably cares about that. You know, like, yeah. yeah, honestly, I not like not like Star Wars and Marvel. You know, like so I understand like why those are in rotation. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can't wait. And then this one is kind of a weird one. It's it's a movie. But it's about, it's, it's based off of a show, probably a manga. I don't know. I think it was just a show. Um, it's on Netflix. So we put it in the TV news. Uh, and that mm. is, we got a trailer for Pretty Guardian, Sailor Moon, Eternal. Uh, which looks kind of like Sailor Moon and the Magical series combined. Um, hmm. LJ mentioned earlier that... Uh, I was like, it is the same genre. <laughs> technically, Sailor Moon is a Magical Girl, but Magical Girl is another anime um yeah that i i don't know if i would recommend any it's real weird it's often <laughs> dark but always weird mm. and uh <laughs> um but say that like this has kind of i don't know those like weird darker vibes uh which could be really cool with sailor moon which usually you know i think mm. of like the old 90s cartoon uh, i haven't seen yeah. sailor moon crystal uh but that was very like kiddish so I know Sailor yeah. Moon Crystal has grown up a little bit, but yeah, because um, they, I, I feel like Netflix is kind of capturing like they're kind of trying to target nostalgia mm-hmm. because um, there's like you know my sister and my stepsisters and a friend of mine like they were all like geeking out about this on Facebook the other day and I'm like um, I'm like this thing is technically still running like I know they just remember it from the 90s. 
but I'm like, yeah, this has been around for a while. So I guess Netflix is doing well to, I don't know how they got the rights to it or whatever, but I feel like uh, they, they're definitely mark like marketing the nostalgia. My wife just corrected me. Mm-hmm. She's listening in the other room. It's Madoka Magica. That's what I'm thinking of. Not okay. That's what I thought. I was like, Magical I Girls is not a show. Yeah. yeah. I also okay. didn't know the name of the actual show, so I couldn't help. I couldn't like, Which is a series. No, you're, no, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that is very weird. Um, it's not. She loves the show. Um, and I watched it. And they were okay. It's just like, there's an episode where they go into like basically MS Paint. Uh that's cool and fight something they do okay. that they do something similar in inside out how's that different oh yeah <laughs> oh no it's it's real weird it's a weird show um <laughs> so if they got to go to the darker vibes i think that would be really cool uh it looks good uh yeah, oh no. also uh it's one one just one movie but two yeah worth noting as well i need to like watch sailor moon again yeah i watched it as a kid I don't know yeah, if it's connected to Crystal or not. Crystal looks... I feel like Crystal was a remake of the original. Yeah. Yes. That's what I thought. So I feel like this if this was connected, it would say Sailor Moon Crystal Eternal or something. Um, I think it's kind of a standalone know. with the characters. This is just, yeah. A lot of anime movies actually are a kind of pretty standalone. Like They take place kind of within a particular timeline, but they yeah. don't actually like connect or mention... like. The Dragon Ball Z movies have always been kind of that way, and like even the new My Hero movies are kind of that way. Um, so what about yeah, Demon Slayer? Oh, I don't know about Demon Slayer because um, my plan was to watch that and to watch the movie at some point. It is directly related. Okay. Really? I haven't watched the movie yet, uh, but knowing what the movie is about uh, and watching okay. the end of that show, I imagine they are like literally takes place right after the show season ends. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Yeah. Cool. All right. We'll leave a question for the for the Twitters. Hashtag GUGCast. Um, what anime would you like to have a movie of? Uh, it can already have a movie. If you just want another movie, it's cool. Because uh, I would love another Trigun movie. Uh, yeah. Leave your, leave your uh, tweets. I was going to say comments, but they're not comments. What is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Nope. No. That's uh, yeah, not not really. I made probably one of the like nerdiest, like unneeded purchases of my life um, this last week. I spent eighty dollars. That price tag is just uh, for throwing X. Okay. Oh, because I'm right. really loving oh. axe throwing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Wow. I'm stoked. So for anyone who wants to look into it and see exactly what I got, um, I got a World Axe Throwing League Waddle, W-A-T-L, uh, Commander Ooh. Axe, uh, which I believe is like 70-some dollars. Um, it was between that and the other, the Commander and the Butcher were the ones I was looking at. Um, and the butcher, uh, people are going to be so confused. Um, so the butcher's got a bigger blade, and if you're good at landing it in the wood, then that blade is better because a bigger blade means that um, you're more likely to score. The reason you're more likely to mm. score is because, um, like, a bullseye is a bullseye if you break paint on both sides. 
oh. is how they score. So the bigger the blade, the more chance you are going to be breaking the paint on that bullseye. The closer you can be to it, even if you're a little off. Uh, but the commander is better for newbies, like myself, uh, who may drop a lot. Uh, and dropping means it doesn't land in the wood, it falls to the ground. Uh, and mm. that, so it, it kind of lands more naturally, but it's got a smaller blade, so there's, I have to be more accurate with it. The Butcher sounds like a cooler name to me, but yeah. yeah. It's true. Um, <laughs> the Butcher, the the Commander, the General, and then, uh, oh, what's the other one? The Corporal. And the Corporal's pretty crazy. It's got, it's literally like even more so for starters. It's got a hook in it. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So if you land it, like if you throw it wrong at the wrong angle, it'll literally like hook into the wood. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've been looking for something that I can do as kind of like a cardio, because I don't, I hate cardio so much. And uh, this is an exercise that I can enjoy that it's like outside of, uh, you know, lift weights and stuff. Um, put a piece of, put a couple pieces of plywood up somewhere and just throw. Yeah. And it, it's, I feel so cool throwing axes around. <laughs> Living the say, dream. yeah so i was going we should have the podcast but I'll, I'll say this to you uh i was going <laughs> to the place and throwing uh and one of the ladies right. that works there she was like hey i've got the butcher would you like to try it um and so i've been wanting one of these axes i was like i'll just get one for my birthday down the road you know no big deal i'll get it at some point that would be cool mm-hmm. um i just she let me throw her axe her butcher and they have like 20 dollar you know, cheaper axes that you throw at the place uh, normally. And those you have to really throw at the wall. And you have to really put effort into it. With, the, like, the butcher, these higher-end axes, you kind of... It's almost like throwing a paper airplane or, like, a dart. Um, mm. like you just kind of flick your wrist towards the yep. uh, towards the <laughs> target, and it just kind of falls That's in place. Awesome. Totally different experience. It's cool. That's cool. All right. That's my, that's my geeking out this week. I'm so excited. <laughs> there you go. Um, cool. Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can also find me streaming Amori uh, every Tuesday night at twitch.tv slash geeksandagrace. And LJ? You can find me everywhere on social media at LJ and streaming on the Twitch channel on Fridays. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at CodyArmor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.